Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Black Girl Stuff. <laughs> On black girl stuff. Social media is one of the biggest reasons why relationships don't work. We're going into the comments to debate whether social media wrecks havoc on relationships. Back in the day when I worked at strip club, yeah. pole work was essential. It was vertical gymnastics. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Vertical gymnastics. Gail Bean takes us from the pole all the way to Ghana. If you haven't been, y'all need to go. Yes. Black girl stuff in Ghana. <laughs> okay. I want to be a part of Black Classic. Fast forward to being a part of many. Soraya talks balance in the bag and how she reigns over the kingdom business. You have a God-given gift. You looking at it. Y'all got, oh, now I'm hot. <laughs> Cause I got the little perky little titties and all that, but you know. Plus, Jess Hilarious brings us the jokes and the smoke. I know that's how a lot of y'all feel too, cause y'all motherfuckers have me up. All that and more tonight on Black Girl Stuff. Welcome to Black Girl Stuff. Tonight, we got our girl Kennedy Rue joining in on the fun as we dive into the comments to see how social media is affecting our relationships. Are too many likes ruining your love life? Well, TikTok user Jonah Lucas thinks that social media is destroying relationships. Let's take a look. Social media is one of the biggest reasons why relationships don't work these days. Because what happens? You get into an argument and your next option is always just to scroll away. You can scroll through social media and see somebody that look nice and you're like, wow, let me talk to this person. Let me DM this person. And people having, are having whole affairs on social media. Do y'all feel like social media is to blame for destroying relationships these days? I don't think social media is to blame for destroying relationships. I think people ruin relationships. If you're an opportunist and you're going on a platform where people are putting their photos, putting themselves out there naturally, yeah, it's nice to see, but who are you as a person? Because if you're allowing that to dictate how you you know, like, go through your relationship. If I care about you, if I respect you, I'm not gonna go online and be you fishing, basically. Like, yeah. I think that's why people ruin relationships, because that's who you are already. That has nothing to do with social media. Now it's just in your face. You could go get it easier. You could hide it easier. Yeah. The virtual options are there. People are losing their sense of reality because they see all this glamour, all this beautiful stuff, all these beautiful people. Everybody's working out. Everybody eating good. Everybody look mm -hmm. good. Everybody it's all there. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's who you are. That has nothing to do with social media being the reason why you cheated. I just I feel like there needs to be boundaries. Like there needs to be a conversation with like what is acceptable and what's not acceptable mm -hmm. on social media. Like can I follow certain exes and how we interact on like can I like their pictures? Mm -hmm. I have Spellman sisters who are engaged and their fiancés are liking our other Spellman picture mm -hmm. yeah. sisters pictures on Instagram mm -hmm. and it's like that's not a good look. Yeah, like, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? I feel like those conversations need to be established. You definitely got to establish some type of boundaries because everybody rules is different in every relationship. So some things may be acceptable to some that are not 
acceptable to others. It's about your person and respecting them too. What do you guys think like about liking photos? Like if your man likes somebody's <laughs> picture, like and you see and you're scrolling and you see it, like, do you feel some type of way about that? Or are you like Yeah, I was gonna say that conversation about the boundaries is very important. And mm -hmm. I think that every time you get into a new relationship, you should have that conversation. So I'm in a new relationship now with somebody that actually is a public figure. So we both sat down and had a conversation like this is what I'm comfortable with, this is what I'm not comfortable with. And when it came to the liking, like what type of pics, yeah. um, I let him know like, okay, if you have a problem with me posting pics like that, then you shouldn't mm. be liking pics, pics like that. Yeah. Because if yeah, you yeah. feel like me posting it is saying this to men, then you liking it is agreeing what, to that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I definitely made that clear. I also don't feel like we should be following exes. Mm. Neither mm -hmm. one of us should be following anybody that we even used to remotely with. Like, yeah. if you yeah. with them, you them. I don't think that social media is to blame for the relationships because if you like options, I think it's maturity. If we're full and in our relationship and we're secure, then I won't get on social media looking for every piece of eye candy yes. because I know it's not going to leave me full like this relationship mm -hmm. does. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah, are some yeah. of y'all do's and don'ts or rules and boundaries when it comes to social media in y'all relationship? I feel like it's the comments. Like, how are you interacting mm. to people yes. when you say, my man can't be under nobody's comments talking about, damn, you look bad, da da da, -da. Mm. Yeah. What are you doing? What are we doing? Yeah. We know she looks bad. We didn't need you to go on there and say it's 50 other that can go say I don't need you to do right. that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. She don't need that. She got enough attention. Go yeah. sit down somewhere. And as a, a woman, <laughs> as a beautiful woman who does get those type of comments, mm -hmm. I won't like, you know how you like a yes. comment? I won't like a comment no. if a guy leaves a thirsty yeah, comment. If you're going, mm -hmm. And that's that's it too. Like if a guy's going hard underneath my pictures, he's liking everything, commenting on as respect, even if my man doesn't have an Instagram or whatever it is, he, I know he's paying attention some type of way. I'm never going to disrespect him like, oh, thank you. Right. You too. Hard like eyes. the way you respond yeah. to things and the way people respond to you, you have to have the cutoff for yourself too. I think definitely one of my don'ts, I remember like when I was in a relationship, this came up because I stopped being friends with this girl. We were close for a period of years and then we stopped being friends and I unfollowed her. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that my boyfriend at the time still followed her. Oh, no, not And cool. I saw that he liked one of her pictures. I was like, <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is unacceptable. Yeah. I was like, you have no loyalty. Yeah. How can you disrespect me like this? He was like, it was a picture. He was like, I had no idea. what. But that was something that didn't sit right with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like if I'm not cool with nobody no more, like, you shouldn't be cool with them. We're a team. We're a team. Yeah. We're locked in. Like, you shouldn't be following them mm -hmm. or liking their stuff either. I agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What me about too. you? What are your social media do's and don'ts, Tori? Definitely not following, like, exes and stuff like that. But I, I really don't care if you like a picture, because I'm probably liking the same picture that... That's but it's like, yeah. are you liking it, just liking it? Or are you saying, hey, for example, when a guy puts on us, they gonna like a couple of our pictures till we see that this person is saying hello. So yeah. it's like, are you, like you said, are you fishing? Or yeah. is it just social media? I think that's just the conversation you gotta have with your partner. Now that I'm in a new relationship, we had the conversation about like how we represent each other online. Are mm. we gonna full-fledged post each other? Do we like pretend for our brands that we're not in a relationship? Mm. What is, how do y'all feel about that? You know what? I seen my, one of my homegirls post the other day and she was like, I'm gonna get my heart broken in, in private. I don't want nobody to know about my man. And I was like, damn, this is what we've come to. Like, yeah. it's really like that. Like, I think before I was the girl, like, I wanna throw my man up, I wanna throw. But now it's, it's a protection thing also for me too. Mm -hmm. Like, my relationship and my home is private. I be like, sometimes I cringe putting my son online. So it's like, Ooh. so now put my man and expose Ooh. him. Like, I know he fine, I don't want y'all looking at him. So it's like, <laughs> 
<laughs> what about y'all? Y'all posting new boos or not? I think take your time. Know who you posting. That way you it's not too quick. I think after a while, yeah, you might as well. You with the man. Like, right, right. What's the point? Of, it's almost like you're keeping a secret. Like, mm-hmm. I get it that people can mess up a, a good thing. Like, once you get to posting it, people can see something you got all of a sudden. You ever talk to a guy, girl, want to talk to him? Because she see how he treats you. She want to know piece of the pie. Okay, sure. yeah, we get it. But yeah. it's like, in the beginning, I say keep it to yourself so you can enjoy it and understand and get to know him yes. in private first yeah. before you start telling the world. Eventually, you're going to have to tell some, you're going to start posting yeah. anyway. I agree. I feel like um, my relationship doesn't have to be private, but I might not post my man, my Everything. man, my man all yeah. the time. Because this is my page, and I use my page for business. Yeah. So and not only that, if you get mad right. and take him off, then now people know when y'all argue. Because yeah. people, with us as women, even men, because men are acting really emotional lately. Yes, but child. like, you're going to argue. <laughs> just say, you get in an argument and they get the taking pictures off. Now people see it. They, now it's they, the breakup. Stop doing that social right. media stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. When you get in an argument, somebody get online. It's like posting memes and yeah. all types yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Don't yeah. allow social media to come into your world like that because social media is fake. I'm still on the fence about like at what time or how long in the relationship mm. is it okay to like pop out with that selfie or that mm. you know like that's the thing like to soft launch or to hard launch yes. okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. that's the thing and no, the soft launch the soft launch is cool because like you can kind of <laughs> curate that like yeah. I don't know if you saw what Lori Harvey posted but she posted a picture and it was like Damson's shadow in, in the, the back pig. and she was like when when he wants you to know that he's yeah. still in the yes. picture and that's like a little that's bit of a, that's yes. a soft Lunch, okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's cute. And then a hard launch would be, you know, full selfie, so full yes. posed up pic. Yes. So I think it's just like, however comfortable you feel in the relationship. Yeah. Like, and also, like, do you feel like this is something that's going to be long term mm-hmm. or do you feel like something this is going to be like And make sure it's mutual. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because you may be ready to hard launch and your partner may not be ready to hard launch. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa, you Why you put that on the gram? <laughs> right. What happened? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Make sure y'all on the same page. I noticed it's de- very different for women because as we post, like, say, it's normal for a young lady to maybe have like three boyfriends in her life, right? But if you post all three of them boyfriends, now all of a sudden you a hoe, yeah. you know? Yeah. Or they look at you like, oh yeah, everybody could get, but it's like literally she had three boyfriends right. over the course of 10 years. Right. Like, yeah. you exactly. know what I mean? This but exactly. like, women, we get judged way more we than do. guys. I think it's different. I was just saying to one of my friends, Brie, I was like, I feel like you can only post like two or three guys before people are like, oh, she out here, right. she ran through, she this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like women don't have the luxury to be able to like promote multiple relationships. Oh, no. yeah. Because like, in, soci- in society's eyes, that devalues us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it does. So it sucks because it's like human nature, you're not gonna you're not going to click with everyone. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And some and people yeah. are in there for seasons, reasons, and lifetimes. Exactly. Right. Make sure y'all follow our page at Black Girl Stuff to stay tuned to all the things in our black girl world. Up next, we got Jess with the Mess straight ahead on more Black Girl Stuff. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. So what's that? Well, look, I'm sorry. I'm that bitch that's up about my friend. That's fine. I'm about to put y'all 
hands on her. Okay. She not, she not even like that. Okay. She don't bother nobody. Wow. Y'all not putting your hands on my bitch. Story. She not like that, but she my husband. Told my daughter my husband was not her real father. Called up to my job a million times harassing me until I got fired and she flat in my mother work truck tires. Well, I didn't know all that. So I'm sorry. Our next guest comes with a mess, but her news is real. Jess Hilarious, welcome to the BGS house, girl. Thank you for having me. You look amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you. You look so real fly. Okay. Thank you. You know okay. I tried. giving fashion. <laughs> you know, I said I wanted to look like a fly pilot, so I was like, you know, let me come in here. Okay, we're about to board this flight. We should right. <laughs> So, Jess, you saved us during the pandemic. You had us cracking up in a time that was so dark, you brought light to us. So, I got to ask you, where did Jess with the mess come from? I've always just been like, not nosy, but nosy. You know how it is. <laughs> you know, you're a female and you look at things and, you know, you see, like, things that people go through in the industry and what social media has done mm -hmm. for us these days has led us into everybody's business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what I do, you know, and I do commentary on it. And I say what everybody is thinking, so that's where it came from. Mm -hmm. I know that everybody be thinking it, but they don't want the, the feedback on what they'll get from it, mm -hmm. you know, so. I, I feel that's like that's what something you do handle well, though. You Absolutely. just kind of take it in and be like, well, I said that because that's how I felt. I know that's how a lot of y'all feel, too, because mm -hmm. y'all have me. That's right. And y'all know y'all feel like that. <laughs> like, everybody want to think like me, but when we get can but when I get canceled, it's, oh, she canceled. Mm. No, cancel yourselves right. with me because y'all think the same way I think. Y'all right. Stand with me. You know. You know, you're doing a lot of big things, and just like you nosy, I can be nosy a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. So I remember you were in a very public relationship with oh, author shit. and yeah. comedian Country Wayne, <laughs> and yeah. you spoke about how you guys are friends now. Yeah. But I want to know, like, how have you maintained a friendship with somebody that you feel like wants betrayed you. It, it took some time, honestly, but one thing about Wayne, Wayne is a very spiritual person, so am I, so we connect on uh, a spiritual level, and that's how we actually bonded in the relationship. That's what actually had us driven mm. together for that little six months we were together, because it, it was very short-lived, but it was still, I got a lot of that. Mm. I got a lot out of that relationship, I learned patience. I learned to connect more with God and to do things more spiritually and than of the world. Wayne is a really good person. I will always say that first and foremost. He's a really good person. He be on his shit, but he a good person. <laughs> so I'ma just say I'ma just say that and leave it how it is. So do you feel like you can be friends with exes or that's okay? Like what if you dating somebody now and they say they still cool with their ex? I'm cool with my exes because I know I'm never getting back with either one of them. Mm -hmm. But you can't be cool with yours because I don't know what's going on. Yeah. With I don't know how different. they feel. Like you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And then a lot of people got a problem with the relationship I have with my, my son's dad. Me and my son's dad are very, very close, and we're, like, more like brother and sister. And I say that a lot, and I know people be like, how the hell? That's weird and all that. But still, at the end of the day, it's that's, family. that's my dog. Yeah. Can like, you spend a night over there? That's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering. Yeah, I want to know. That's For people who trying to co-parent. You know mm -hmm. And that's the thing. Oh, my God, because it's like, what are boundaries when you're in a relationship? But when I'm single, hell yeah. Come on, baby daddy. Come on over here. You know why? Because we, listen, you know I, it's not going to go nowhere. I can walk past, and not too many people can say this, I can walk past my son's dad butt ass naked and he not look at me, not sneak a peek, not mm, nothing. I've never done it, but yeah, that's strange. And y'all see me. <laughs> no, not what, strange. You know, strange. Yeah, you what I'm working with, you know what I'm saying? Because I got the little perky little titties and all that, but you know, seriously, we are literally like, Family, bro, like brother, sister, like I even asked my son, you think me and me and your dad would you ever see us together? He like, ew, why? 
Ooh. You know what I mean? Like, right. seriously, it's never, it's not that. But relationships are super important. Yeah. And we know you started working with Charlemagne the God. So yes. we want to know, how has that experience been? Because that's super dope. No, mm -hmm. it is. That, that's like a big brother of mine, honestly. That's how I got into podcasting. I didn't mm -hmm. want to do this. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't want to do this shit. Gary, girl, I, I felt like I had to be in front of the camera all the time. I'm like, yo, I mm. feel like I'm gonna fade away if people hear me versus seeing me. Oh. And Charlamagne, like, girl, you crazy as shit. Like, yeah. you, you are the voice of the people, mm -hmm. you know? You are a whole business. You can encourage so many women to do mm -hmm. so many different things, and men, and this and that. And I'm like, all right, but I remember it being in the midst of the pandemic. And mm -hmm. girl, that's when everybody's shows stopped, yeah. venues mm -hmm. shut down and yep. everything. And I, I was hot, like, you know, selling, out tours and stuff, and then when it shut down, I'm like, damn, what I'm gonna do? Because th this is my bread and butter. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't have other businesses. I don't have, you know, a nine to five. I don't have financial security. And he was like, yo, you can make money with this. And I just did it. He had to talk me into it like three different times. That third conversation, I was like, shit, I'm gonna do it. And now I'm on my third season of Carefully Reckless yeah. under yeah. iHeart and the Black Effect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I help. Yeah. You know, I do this segment called Just With The Mess where people like call in or people send their voice memos. Yeah, don't put me DM on that no more. Cause you, know, you had me I'm, on that. Okay. Okay. Oh, you sorry. on there? You know, yeah, I yeah, she had me tight. And then you zoomed in. Let me tell you something. You zoomed in on my little baby head and I'm not gonna lie, baby D had a little, he didn't have <laughs> a lot of. It's all right. Hell no, that's all know. Because I know you. you didn't say <laughs> I had to laugh after I was like, hey, hey. I knew Tori was coming. I knew she was coming. She's like, don't play with don't my put baby. me on they nose. Don't play with me. Don't play with my baby. <laughs> I said, I will never play with your it's, baby. I it's just fun until it's your turn. Right. <laughs> That's what I always say. When Just With The Mess and the Newsreel was on, people like it. Until it's their turn, I'd be like, shit, let me chill out. Man. Let me chill out. Well, Jess, you have been holding it down over at The Breakfast Club. I see you campaigning for a permanent position as a co-host. Can you tell us what do you think that you would bring to The Breakfast Club that they don't already have? I honestly feel like Charlemagne, uh, the chemistry between us is like, you know, it's like brother and sister. I don't agree with everything he says. I'm not there to kiss his ass. I'm not there to be a yes man. Envy with his little cute ass just sit there and be like, <laughs> yes, no, yes, no. It would, it would, all that, all right, that's cute and all right. that. But it's, it's time to bring a different dynamic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm youth um, at the same time, I'm very educated, I'm informative, and if I have something to offer that's young, fresh, and new, that could bring a whole new market back to watching Breakfast Club, if I can be that spark in it, I'm gonna do that. Just yeah. give me that back. Your podcast, Co-Parenting Therapy, with yeah. your son and your child's father. Oh, girl, yes. What's that experience been like for y'all? I was actually watching it, and I did want to also ask you, like, how is your son taken to, like, being a part of your world? Like... Ooh. Okay, so now that he is 11, because... Yeah, he's older now. <laughs> he used to be a big fan of the camera. I'm talking about when I pull out my phone, it's like, Mommy, mm -hmm. you videoing me? And I'm like, it's not video when it's recording. Right. Like, he went from that to, uh, my relax. I ain't, I ain't trying to say nothing on camera. Mm -hmm. I ain't that type of I'm like, first of all, you ain't a you know, we are in these times now where everything is trending and all of that. He got, you know, he's he's finding who he is. Mm -hmm. He's a football player. He got friends. He got a little girlfriend. Okay. He don't oh, think I know about, but I go girlfriend. through his phone, so I know everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he's not a big fan of the just hilarious life mm. anymore. Okay. He's more so like. Leave my mother alone. Yeah. When we out, in, mm -hmm. when we out in public, he's yeah, I like, heard he nah. had to mop somebody. Yeah, that situation really affected him mm -hmm. um, greatly because he, I, my son has never, never ever been like an aggressive person physically. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like he got a little mouth, you know, but we all got that, and then rightfully so, his mother is is 
you know, me, so. For those of our viewers that don't know, another kid at the school called um, you ugly, and yes. your son mocked him. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what he said. He, he said, said I mocked him. And then they suspended my baby, and then they suspended the other kid. And I, did, I really honestly felt for the other kid, because I'm like, yo, he didn't put his hand. The, the other kid still didn't put his hands on you. Mm -hmm. He just said something. Kids gonna say things mm -hmm. all day. And um, we say sticks and stones may, you know, hurt your most, but words, words do hurt, hurt. people. Yeah. And that hurt my son to hear him talking about me. However, it's okay to just walk away from that. You know, you gotta be the bigger person. It was a teachable moment. It was yeah. a teachable moment. Like that you taught moment. him, hey, yeah. because some parents can applaud it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. what you do. But I no. like that you said no, baby, because yeah. I don't want to put you in, especially being a black man, mm -hmm. we don't want to put you in a situation mm -hmm. where they're looking at you like the aggressive person. Absolutely, right. I right. never want to Because it could go that. further. Right. Speaking of all your podcasts, a lot of people consider you a blogger now, because just with the mess, you know, always delivering the real <laughs> news. But there was another blogger that recently got hit with a $4 million lawsuit by Cardi B. Cardi B is now collecting that $4 million from Tasha K. Does that make you conscious or fearful of what you're saying when you're delivering the news? Words can't hurt a person, but honestly, for real, Tasha K got what the she deserved to me because you have to always know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's the thing. That's why. That, that shit, you know, it, people look at it as just a jingle or maybe a slogan, but ju I'm just with the mess and my news is real. It's real. Mm -hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You have to do research on shit. I don't just go talking about people and don't know what the f I'm talking about, or you gotta throw that word allegedly up in there. Yeah, they you got to cover your ass because, mm -hmm. you know, you can't go around just making up shit about mm -hmm. people. And I learned that with the Chadwick Bozeman incident, man. He made a video a couple months before he died, and I, I really just so selfishly and just so, you know, I just, I just, was just trying to be funny. You know what I'm saying? And I made a video about how, about his weight, and then later on, it, when he had died, it came out that he had died, he had, had cancer, he had a, whatever it was, he wasn't doing well. Right. And I didn't know that, so that made me take a step back, like, shit, no, I really have to know what the I'm doing yeah. and what I'm talking about when I speak on anybody. Yeah. You don't know what people are going through, you don't know what's happening, and you don't know how people feel at any given moment. You can make somebody go take their life yeah. with what you say. Mm -hmm. So I started moving very differently and very carefully. I even retired just with the mess for a while, but then I got out of my own head and I was like, you know what? This is what made me who I am. This is what the people want. Just do it, but do it differently. Right. Yeah. Know what the you talking about yeah. and don't talk about don't speak on shit that people can't change mm -hmm. like their diseases and their mental illnesses and things like that yes thank you so much for stopping by the bgs house jess y'all now bg fam you can catch jess right now on tour head over to jesshilariousofficial.com for tickets yes. up next we have snowfall's gail bean in the building stay tuned for more black girl stuff i made my decision lee if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. I'm going back to Ghana. Listen, that was our next guest giving us range and almost making us tear up. From Wanda on Snowfall to Roulette on P-Valley, let's give a warm welcome to the gifted Gail Bean. Yes, yes. Gail. Yes. 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 Okay, I receive it. Thank no, you. you are. You 
definitely one of my favorite actresses now. I feel like mm -hmm. you're really killing the game, doing so much. I've been like, yes, Gail, mm -hmm. especially from Snowfall. Like, your performance on there, I just really seen you grow so much through this season, just showing so much range from Wanda getting her life together. I was rooting for Wanda yeah. the whole time. Okay. Listen, it was, it was looking scarce. Yeah. I wasn't sure if she was gonna make it. And mm -hmm. I didn't even know that you actually played Roulette from P-Valley and Wanda from Snowfall at, at the, the same, same time. time. Yeah, really How good. did you switch up like <laughs> that? Like, what was that experience like? So, at first, I'm not gonna lie, it was very hard, like, because going back and forth, different time zones, different characters, different time periods, different accents. Thankfully, we started P-Valley first, mm -hmm. so I had dropped into that character. But what helps me is the pandemic, which I'm not saying the pandemic was good, I'm not saying COVID is good, because you know how they quick to take your words and twist mm -hmm. it. But because I was coming from out of state, when I when you get to LA, you had to quarantine for five days. Mm -hmm. But when I first got there, or like on the plane, when I was trying to learn my lines, they would just not stick because my mind was so stuck in roulette mm -hmm. that I couldn't drop into Wanda. But through that five day period, it helped me like transition and mm -hmm. get roulette off of me and then step into Wanda. So then it just came became easier going back and forth and like switching the characters. But at first it was hard. Wanda was a breakout role for you. How did working with John Singleton change the trajectory of your career. John Singleton is a goat. We right. all know that. And we grew up on Poetic Justice, Baby Boy, mm -hmm. like Boys, at, in, the oh, boys in the Hood. Everything. So yeah. just to know someone like that and be able to stand in their aura. Like, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. I mean, energy is, is contagious. Mm -hmm. um, that was a blessing in itself. But I'm not gonna lie, y'all. When I got that, I was like, I gotta my Oh my God, yeah, I'm working with John Singleton. Yes. I'm about to be like real LA yes. 80s. Yes. And then my character got on crack. But, <laughs> but sometimes it take a role like that to, yeah. to show that, yeah, you're beautiful, but look, well, I can play a variety of things. I have a wide range, so I think that lets yeah. them know you could be casted for something funny, serious, yeah. sexy, whatever. But a lot that. of people, like, don't like telling those stories, but I always say being a crackhead would be, like, my dream ideal role <laughs> to play, right? Listen, because it's, it's, a, it's an untold story, so what was that like playing a role like that? I first had to tap into, like, my family members who mm. have been on drugs, people that I knew specifically, because someone asked me, did I watch another character play an addict on TV? And I was like, why would I? Regardless of who it is. Mm -hmm. One, Snowfall came out before that show. Two, why would I watch another actor's performance of an addict? Like, that's a stepped-on performance. Mm -hmm. I need to just go to the source and the real thing mm -hmm. so then I can tell my truth of that story and how I, I receive it, my right, perception right. and my perspective of the crack addict. But it was nice being able to tell so many people within our community, within our race, mm -hmm. within our culture, their story that has been looked over so much, mm -hmm. where people have pushed them to the side or thought less of them, because mm -hmm. there has been so many addicts, but then there's been some so many that have overcome it. Mm -hmm. And we yeah. don't hear or see the the triumph story. Snowfall taped the episode in Ghana. What was that experience like for you taping in the motherland? Because that's amazing. You know, I always speak on, like, the ancestors and God, but when that happened, it was just... It, they showed out. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. Because I go to Ghana often. Every year I didn't go obviously during 2020 and 21 because of the pandemic mm -hmm. but I go every year because I have family over there. My mm -hmm. brother moved over there. Um, I'm building a home over there. That's oh, true. that's amazing. So, oh, it's so amazing. Girl. So I've gone for leisure. I've been to Afrochella, mm -hmm. which if you haven't been, y'all need to go. Yes. Black girl stuff in Ghana. <laughs> okay. Y'all okay. okay. So to go over there for work was like, oh, this is next level. Yeah. Like, this is manifestation. Like, this is definitely from the ancestors. Yes. We're gonna show up and show out. And then how they told the story so beautifully. Yeah. I remember sitting with Trevor Engelson, one of our executive producers, and he said, Gail Bean, 
You want to know if you gifted? You want to know if you blessed? Look at you. You're about to shoot Snowfall in Ghana. Like, you... I've flown there, but we flew first class. Yeah. Mm. Baby, it's the La Flat for me. Yes. <laughs> okay. okay. I don't know how y'all travel, but the, the, the La Flat? Mm -hmm. It's different. It's mm -hmm. different. It'll change your life. It's when we get there. <laughs> Snowfall mm -hmm. has a spinoff starring Gail Bean, which is super lit. Does it? Yes. yes. <laughs> you tell us. It's rumored. It's, uh, it's, it's rumored. rumored. Okay, so rumored. Now, just look at your life, right? Because I got to put it in perspective for people. 2023 to 2013. Then go 2013 to 2003, right? Your okay. 2003 to 2013 looks completely different mm -hmm. than your yeah. 2013 to 2023. So yeah. I tell everybody, like, don't expect, if a spinoff does happen, don't expect it to be Snowfall. Because mm -hmm. it's right. not, I'm not even going to put that pressure on myself. I'm not trying to be Snowfall. Snowfall wasn't ever trying to be the wire. Like, Snowfall was Snowfall, and if a spinoff happens, then it's gonna be, it's gonna stand on its own. Yes. Yeah. But it would be 10 years later. Mm. So how Snowfall covered the 80s, if there's a spinoff, it'll cover the it's 90s, which the 90s is my bag. Yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah. I don't know about y'all, but I love the no, 90s. Definitely. The 90s, 90s is the best Everything, give me best. everything yeah. from it. Yes. Everything. So, um, it would star Wanda. Okay. And it would be set in the 90s. And I'm hearing something about, like, music. Mm. They figure it. They're still. It's it's early. I said no word. Mm. It's early. If if it does happen, so they're they're figuring okay. it out. We, you know? I, I we wish you the best on that. Okay, girl. Well, you worked in a strip club serving shots, you mm. know. And with that strip club culture, do you feel like it's different now that we have OnlyFans and like social media? Like, what what has changed about the strip club culture coming from there to now? It's more digital. That's a good question. Strip club culture. When I did work in a strip club, I was yes, I was a shooter girl. I had a great time. To do P Valley, I did a little strip club tour around Atlanta. I went to a couple <laughs> places. Everybody know I love the flame. Mm -hmm. um, went to Strokers, Pinups, Onyx. But I would say with OnlyFans now, I'm not gonna lie, I feel like people, this isn't a good word, but I feel like dancers now are a little lazy. Like, mm. back in the day when I worked at strip club, yes. pole work was essential. Now, I feel like everybody dancing, like, back that ass up. Yeah. 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 Just shaking it. Well and when we the had movie. that, it was like twerk team. Yeah. Like, you had twerk team to, yeah. to go just look at people, shake their butt. But yeah. now, when you used to go to the strip club, you saw acrobats. You saw yeah. real athletes. Real, real, yeah. like, tricks. They was climbing yeah. the pole tricks. It was vertical gymnastics. Yes. yes. It's Absolutely. like, <laughs> they deserved your butt. Vertical gymnastics. That's the term. That's the term. And so, I feel like, now and I don't want to say lazy because they're still working hard mm -hmm. but I just feel like the effort isn't there and the fun isn't there like to where they love what they do. Yeah. Like I think when I started in a strip club people genuinely loved going, yeah. loved having a good time, mm -hmm. loved hustling, loved making party. money, loved making sure you have a good time. Like yes. now they're like oh okay well we can't be on you and you can't touch. Like yes I get I can't touch but we're gonna Still have a good time give me a show. Give me a show. Yeah. Let it be fun. Let me know you want to be here instead of you dancing, you looking around. Annoying. Your gum. You you're just going through the motions. Yeah. Like you're not a dancer. So don't don't you take that take that word off of you. You're not a stripper. You're not a dancer. Yeah. You're really just a robot. Well, I know you took a lot from the strip club, like your past working there, into your role for roulette. Yeah. But was there anything about the strip club culture that you felt like we don't talk about this part enough and it get we glamorize all of the good, but this is the part that we overlook, mm. like the heaviness of it. I could say you don't really see the, like, 
the teamwork. Like, yeah, you see the people on together on the pole, but you exactly don't see, you like, the, the, and the hustle of the waitress mm -hmm. and the dancers and the shooter girl. Like, I knew everybody, mm -hmm. but I had my few dancers where that it's like, like yeah. look, I'm gonna come bring yeah. you a water shot. When you get a shot and you got somebody with money, you're you gonna call me, me over. Yes. Yes. We're gonna take shots together. Yes. So I think you don't see how it's all connected. connected. The DJ, too. You yeah. gotta pay the DJ. You gotta they pay not the DJ. Play and your the DJ song. gonna know your song. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Certain the DJ gonna know the song where it's money in here, who don't come in. So I think we don't see that much of like that the girls be up there hanging in the DJ booth. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't see that cohesiveness mm -hmm. of, of the club. Yeah. Well, Gail, we rooting for you and we're gonna be watching the entire time. Thank you so much for stopping by the BGS house. BGS fam, make sure y'all tap into that snowfall spinoff because we're gonna be tapped in with you. Up next, we got Soraya in the building. Keep it locked for more black girl stuff. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I just want to talk. So talk. Can we stop? Please. You have a God-given gift. You looking at it. You have over two million hits. She's everything Kingdom needs. She can reach people that you never could. Our next guest is the true definition of a triple threat, and she's taking over the kingdom. Soraya, welcome to the BGS house, girl. Welcome, boo. Thank yes. you. Thank you for having me. And kingdom business has been renewed for a third season on BET Plus, and your character, Rebel, has a sketchy kind of stripper past. Do you feel like other people try to hold, like, your past or people's past hostage? For sure. Every day. I feel like... Whatever you put out there, mainstream or just personal, you have an opportunity for people to hold it over you. Mm -hmm. But, you know, the cool thing about Rebel is that she lives in who she is and what she's done and her past. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you can really make her feel bad about. That's a strength quality that I really love about my character. So, girl, you've been out here getting these bags, BMF, Empire, Marcus Houston, best friend, Kingdom Business. Like, you've been doing it all. So how has the pressure been for you, like, collecting all these bags? Like, what's that experience like? It's interesting because it's it's a lot of work. I feel like the last few years with all of those projects you mm -hmm. mentioned, it's just now catching up to me where I'm like, okay, team, I need a, a breather. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's but it's fun because you know it's what I love to do. I get to jump into so many different characters mm -hmm. and meet other actors and be around my peers and uh, be a part of Black Classics, which was something yes, that thanks. was on my mood board, my mm -hmm. my vision board. So I'm excited to have you know, kind of accomplished a lot of that. Yeah, you're doing sure. it, girl. I was going to say, when you started out, like, what was that marker for you to feel like it? Because, like, you all over our TV mm -hmm. at this point. So was it like, I want to be in all these different shows, or I want to work with a certain person? What was that marker for you to make you feel like, okay, I made it? Yeah. You know what's crazy is I had no idea if it was shows, movies, or what it was, because I love music too, right? Mm -hmm. But I do know that I put on my vision board was, like, the Love Jones picture with Nia Long and um, Lorenz. Lorenz Tate. And I was like, I want to be a part of Black Classic. Fast forward to mm -hmm. being a part of, like, mm -hmm. many <laughs> Black Classics. Mm -hmm. So it's it's been a really interesting ride in that way. And yeah. you know you love music. I'm a fan of your music. But the real flex is that you work with Taylor Swift. That's crazy. <laughs> yes, on her single Bad Blood. Oh, How did that wow. come about? Gosh, wow. That's, it feels like a blast from the past. Her and her team reached out to my manager years ago when she was doing the Bad Blood 
uh, video. And they just wanted me to be a part of it. I mean, I think it was Empire going on and my character on Empire was, you know, it was, people were having like Empire watch parties. Mm -hmm. So it was like a big thing. And I couldn't believe it was Taylor Swift on the line <laughs> saying that she wanted me to be a part. And then like Zendaya, oh, Selena go. And Diddy, like, wow, yes. you had your time yes, okay. and gotta move on too now. <laughs> yeah. That red light, sis. I love Diddy, oh my gosh, that was so fun. That was probably one of the funnest cameos I've done. Mm -hmm. Cause Diddy and his team, they're just like, love, 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 love. love. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time. Well, your new single, Love or Die, has a great Afro beats meets R&B kind of feel. Can you tell us what inspired you to kind of collab those two things? I love R&B. I love Afro beats. I, do I love too. It's right. taking over. It yeah. is, and it just feels yeah. good. It's a vibe. And it feels I, way better. It does. It has a good vibe, and, and it's it's the musicality, and, and it's the the way that you feel when the you're movement. listening to it. Mm. You get to move. And I connected with a, a really dope artist. His name is Village Boy Prince, Prince out of L.A. Mm -hmm. And he's an African artist, mm. Afro beats artist, and um, he wanted to collab with me. so. My vibe on there was like me, R&B vibes, and then he took it over and I was like, yo, I really love this record. I wanna see you do a record yeah. with somebody like Aria Starr. She's young, she's amazing, it. she's Afro beads, and just like, she's just fresh. Yeah, yeah let's do it. What I can see y'all And I can see the genres like collide, <laughs> yeah. overlap. It's all the culture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right, and in. why not, right? And I think that a lot of people put boundaries on themselves, but I'm a person that, I. I want to do everything because I'm not one dimensional. Mm -hmm. So, and none of us are one dimensional. Right. You know, I think that society tries to make us one dimensional, mm -hmm. but we can literally do anything. And it's like, I love music and why can't I explore all genres? Yeah, you yeah. just gotta be in nobody's box. box. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of exploring, uh -oh. we gotta explore the past. <laughs> because last season, <laughs> last season, your ex came on our show. Oh. And he spoke a little bit about you. Let's take a look. Well, you know, I gotta wake it up just a little bit because I gotta ask the question for the people. Mm -hmm. And they wanna know, are you still in a long-term, because I know you were in a long-term relationship with Mr. Raya. Mm -hmm. Are y'all still together? I'ma say this, I love her very, very much. Um, but we are, uh, we in between jobs right now. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> We had to wake it up with him. We gotta wake it up with you. We, I need to hear your side. Like, what happened with that situation? What's the situation like now? What's the Wow. <laughs> Y'all got, now I'm hot. Um, <laughs> it was a great situation. I feel like there was a lot of love. No love lost. He's focused on his goals and his path, and so am I. And I think that sometimes you just gotta, instead of forcing things, I feel like you just let go, release, and let things happen. And if it comes back later, that's cool. But I'm never the person that wants to force anybody into doing anything or vice versa. You know, I don't know that he, he I'm sure he didn't want that for me too. So we just kind of agreed to end things, be but to be it. mutual about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, I, and I actually love that because there was a lot of respect when it went down. I mean, both of us kept the respect factor of yeah. not doing too much. Y'all were adults about <laughs> Yeah, it was like, yeah. are they hooking up? Are yeah. they not? What was the situation? We didn't know, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. So we, we, we were together, we were together for a year before people knew. Mm -hmm. And we were separated for 
almost a year before people knew. Oh, so that's good. Yeah, y'all kept most of them. Yeah, yeah private. Yeah. Under wraps. Yeah. That's well, how it should be. It could, and it sound like it might be room for somebody to spend a yeah. block. Who, Don't it sound like? Uh, what's no, the it's a him. Look, she, like, <laughs> she like, Don't start. Look. So what is it that you offer in a relationship? I love that you said that because mm -hmm. evolution, right? Like women, not only what are they looking for or to receive, right. but getting the message of what can you add to the table, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Instead of just eat from the table. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and I would say the whole meal, child. Everything. Um, you know, I'm, I do what I do, but also I, I love family, and that's like my thing. Anyone that knows me knows I love family, like to the core. So for me, it's that's what it's about, is starting a family with somebody and that's in my future. Mm -hmm. How many kids Probably you want? Like <laughs> uh, she look like three. Yeah. She look like three. <laughs> two and a pasta. I'm going to say two and a pasta. play a spade. What do you want, boys, that girls? That one just came out. You got any you got choices? I really want boys, but if I get a girl, too, that would be great. That's yeah, boys yeah. are good. Uh, I can see a little you, a little oh, girl you. That would be cute, oh, yeah. Yes, but boys so are fun. Yeah. Girls are fun, too, but yeah. I feel like girls are more like... That's I have girl god yeah. babies. Oh, yeah, so, so you know. Yes, mm -hmm. exactly. Yeah, but we'll see, you know. Not rushing anything. Well, Soraya, thank you so much for stopping by the BGS house. Now, fam, y'all go check out her latest single, Love or Die. It's available right now across all streaming platforms. Up next, we have Affirmations at the Dark. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned for more Black Girl Stuff. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. I'm a CEO. I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a boss, mm. literally. Yeah. And... I evolved into that. And I feel like I'm just setting a bar for other women to understand you can have a family. Yeah. You can have a successful marriage. Yeah. You can have a successful business mm. or businesses. Mm. You can just be all of that. Yeah. Handle it all. Okay, welcome back to Black Girl Stuff. That was the ultimate girl boss and CEO of Body Envy, Miss Helani Lovedale, dropping gems about the secrets to having it all. Now, black women, we stay grinding to create the lives that we want. And according to J.P. Morgan, black women are the fastest-growing demographic of entrepreneurs in the U.S., with nearly 2.7 million businesses nationwide. Ooh. That's how we do it, ladies, okay? okay? Now, having success does look different for everyone, and sometimes there are amount of money in your bank account doesn't always equal 
personal gain. So tonight, we're talking all things accomplishments and affirmations after dark. What does success look like to you? Success to me is just having the moments, like going through my moments. Every moment that I wake up, I clean up, I touch something, I give a positive word to a homegirl, just the moments for me. Like, that's my success. If I could do something to change a moment in my day for the positive, then that's success. Like, because it's not always about, like, jump into the biggest accomplishment then that makes you successful. Yeah, those moments are there, but for me, it's just taking my time, taking self-reflection. That's, that is the big, the biggest accomplishment I could ever have, like that peace of mind. So, and it's done yeah. in small bites. I yes. like that, that's real attainable. Every moment, yeah. one mm -hmm. moment at a time. I used to quantify my success in terms of my accomplishments. Like, was I, was I handling the business I needed to handle? Mm -hmm. Was I booking the jobs I needed to book? Was I making the money that I wanted to make? Was I buying the clothes that I wanted to buy? Was my mm -hmm that it curated how I wanted it to be. Now it's so much more about like my mental clarity, like how I feel in my body at any given time, like operating not out of a space of anxiety, but just out of like natural flow with what's going on. Like I just, oh, and that is so much more successful yes. to me than any accomplishment could ever be. Yeah. For me, I think the success means for me is freedom of time, like time freedom. Because money is like cool, but it's just a means to get to the end. And yeah. then the end goal is the time freedom. And mm -hmm. anybody who wants time freedom just means you value time. And then you have the time to make your own schedule, your own work schedule, or put it into your children or yep. whatever you want to do because you have the freedom of time. Not a lot of people can say that they have that. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, of course we want mental stability and you want to be financially stable, but you're going to be financially stable if you have freedom of time. I want to enjoy my family because a lot of times we put in so much work. We're yeah. working, working, working we don't really get to enjoy it. So in the end, you have the freedom to go back and enjoy the things that you probably didn't get to take advantage of when you was younger because you was in grind mode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love all of y'all answers, actually, and it's helping me reshape and redefine what success is for me because mm -hmm. up until getting this job, like, last year, I thought success, my success was quantified on if I reached the goal of being a talk show host. Mm -hmm. And then once I reached it, and then it also was like the worst year of my life because of mm -hmm. personal reasons, mm -hmm. I realized like, well, one, in career, your success mm -hmm. has to change now mm -hmm. because you've reached that goal. And then also I realized that reaching that goal at a time where I was losing someone so close to me made it not even feel like As success. Yeah. So for me now, yeah. I think success is having happiness in all three pillars of my life, which mm -hmm. is family, my health, and my career. That's so big. if I could have, like, like um, Halani was just mm -hmm. saying in that clip, yeah. if I could have all of it, to me, that is success. Well, let's raise our glasses, ladies, and toast to making lemonade out of lemons all year long. Cheers to having it all and all at the same damn time. Yes, okay. I love that. And cheers to attainment, accomplishment, and progress. Cheers to peace of mind. Cheers to time and financial freedom. Yes. Love that. Cheers. 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 That fresh daily on. And you already know it's owned by a black man. Okay, that's all the show we have for now. Special thanks to all of tonight's guests. Just hilarious Gail Bean, Soraya, and of course our very own Kennedy Roof for stopping through. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I'm about to have a rough summer set tripping. Still support the pisses even though they ain't been winning though. I don't get the name because everybody see me in the ghost. Man, color, I got marble on the kitchen floor. Need a chandelier, hang my chain on the ceiling. I live the life of a queen, peeing cameras on the crib, trackers on the whip, 41 millimeter wrist.
Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.